Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hi, hi, welcome to this week's episode of The New Way. I am thrilled that you're joining me for this one. I'm off to the country this weekend to visit family. It's going to be really cold, so I'm taking boots and all of my warmest things. We're taking the dogs and they love it. They love it there. They basically run around nonstop and roll in every single bad smelling thing that they can find. They bark their heads off at the horses and by the time that we're back home they're ready to spend the next couple of days sleeping off their big adventures in front of the heater (laughs) they have the best time and so I'm really looking forward to it we're heading off after I record this episode for you so let's dive in let's go for it Today, I want to share some sneaky early warning signs that disaster might be ahead for your change or transformation initiative. There's a lot of talk out there about just how many change initiatives fail, right? But the truth is, of course, that failure doesn't just magically happen out of the blue one day. There are usually a number of warning signs folks in the know can identify well before real problems show up that indicate, you know, that bad news is coming, that things are afoot. I really recommend that you pay attention to them because these early warning signs and taking action when you see them can save your change program from absolute disaster. (laughs) So that's why today I'm breaking down five of the early warning signs that I see most often. Now, as always, the stuff that I'm sharing today, you know, they're really things that I have witnessed very often across multiple clients. In fact, I bet that as we go through the signs together, you're going to realize that you've seen some of these behaviors before too. And maybe they're even happening right now with the change initiative that you're driving right now. So that we're on the same page, I think of early warning signs kind of like signals or clues that really suggest the existence of troubled waters ahead (laughs) or that it's likely that the change initiative is going to have certain roadblocks or challenges or issues that are really going to arise in the future. And quite often these early warning signs can point to symptoms of a bigger underlying problem, a bigger underlying cause that it can be really great to identify and deal with as soon as possible. Now, when you're driving a change or transformation initiative, the hard truth is that failure can happen at any time in the change journey. But success, true change adoption in the way that you want and seeing the results, well, that only happens at the end. 
And when you're able to identify potential problems early, ultimately you're better able to prevent wasted effort and wasted money and time. If you don't pay attention and keep your eye out for this shit, you know, disaster is absolutely imminent. (laughs) Ignore the warning signs and you're going to get into hot water. Many organizations keep pushing ahead with change initiatives that just aren't going to deliver. I have seen that before. It is, oh, it's painful, actually. You've got to think of all the opportunity costs. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, so let's dive into these early warning signs. The first early warning sign of imminent change disaster to look out for is that there's more questions than answers. When there's lots of questions or if the same questions keep coming up over and over or when people answering the questions like managers, teammates, peers, when they don't know what to say, it can all be a sign that the purpose of the change, the reason why we're changing isn't clear. And when the why is ambiguous, I mean, people get confused and a confused mind doesn't take action. Confusion is infectious in organizational settings. So if you or the team have identified that maybe there's just one area, maybe there's one team, one branch, or even one influential player that's confused, You really want to take action quickly to deal with that isolated case of confusion before it spreads. If employees are asking a lot of questions, take this as your cue to create, or if you think you've already got one, to better communicate your strategic narrative for the change. Make sure that your strategic narrative or the change story, if that's what you prefer to call it, that's cool with me. Make sure that it's super clear, that it is really clearly communicating your big reason why front and center and that it is obviously aligned to your corporate strategy and the organization's priorities. That is very, very important. The next early warning sign that you might have trouble on the way is if you or the rest of the change leadership team have different ideas or maybe mental plans, you know, things are in your head about what success looks like. Now, this is particularly dangerous when you, as the senior change leader, haven't explicitly voiced what success looks like for you. You know, assumptions are problems all the time, aren't they? Normally, alarm bells start going off for me if I notice that the change initiative doesn't have any clearly articulated acceptance criteria or KPIs, that's key performance indicators, written down anywhere here. Sometimes I talk to people, this is less and less so these days, but sometimes I talk to people who just think that change management and communication is all kind of hugs and cuddles. It's not. You really can have clear acceptance criteria and KPIs for this stuff that is A-OK and really far preferable. (laughs) Or perhaps you might have them documented somewhere. Maybe they're deep down, you know, on page 10 or page 20 of the change management strategy, something like that. But they haven't been assured or communicated or even agreed to by the right people. And of course, This is a sign that the team may be very unaligned, that change hasn't been planned for appropriately, and that 
the leadership team hasn't bought into the change approach and all of those are potentially disastrous in their own right. You really want to get on top of this. If you've noticed this in your change initiative, it is time to get everyone together to discuss and agree on what success looks like and who's responsible for what. If your change or transformation program is significant or complex, it might even be useful to establish a change management office to assure and track change progress over time. The third early warning sign is asking employees for feedback on the change or transformation program and getting nothing but crickets in return. I hate to break it to you, but if the change team or you are out there actively seeking feedback and getting nothing back, this is not a sign that all is good. A lack of dissent is not agreement. And look, it's unlikely that all of your employees are a bunch of introverts. (laughs) They're just not. Instead, this silence is a big flashing red neon sign that your employees are on the whole, resisting the change or experiencing change fatigue or that your transformation program isn't landing for some other reason. The bottom line is that folks are not engaged. And I'm sure I don't need to tell you that without all the individuals that make up your organization buying into and really participating in the change, you are not going to succeed. It's not going to work. Now, this can look like very low participation rates in surveys or questionnaires. It can look like, you know, just getting no questions at all or very few questions in briefing sessions. It can look like lack of interest, folks just not being involved in team meetings when this topic comes up. Maybe, you know, they're there in body only, but they're not actually contributing anything. And a lack of employee engagement can also sound like really passive, non-committal responses to questions that you ask one-on-one. So if you're asking questions and, you know, asking for feedback and you're hearing things like, hmm, I don't know, or hmm, I don't think so, you know, if you're hearing those kinds of things over and over, you've got a problem. And you really should take it as an early warning sign for bigger problems down the track. If this is something that you're observing now, ask your strategic change advisor and the change team to develop an employee engagement strategy stat. There is a lot that can be done to re-engage employees, but you'll need the team to get stuck into this as soon as possible because it can take a while to turn things around. Okay, the fourth big, big, big warning sign of potential change disaster is having one or more members of your leadership team kind of disconnected from the change or transformation initiative. Now, this is a sneaky one because on the surface, it might seem totally reasonable that team members that don't have direct responsibility for delivering the change aren't interested in it or paying much attention. You know, for example, there's been times when I've seen that the leadership of like the regional network isn't engaged in the change program because it feels more like it's a head office focus kind of thing or when the CFO doesn't care so much about the digital transformation program because it's the CIO's baby. Those kinds of things. Now, experience tells me that, in fact, this is a big problem. The entire leadership team, 
always, always has an important role to play in any organizational change. You know that. Every single member is a key player and a key influencer. If any one of them are not genuinely vested or bought into the goals of the change program, oh my gosh, it is going to be way harder to achieve the results you want. In an organizational setting, culture, expectations and influence, it all trickles down. And if there's any kind of a gap in the leadership team's buy-in or contribution, if anyone is just going through the motions or doing the minimum viable to support the change, or if anything feels inauthentic from any member of the leadership team, you're in trouble because it'll dramatically influence the attitude and engagement of their teams. This is so, so important. It is well worth investing extra effort up front or right now, if you are listening to this and you have just identified this warning sign, it's really important to make sure that the leadership team is absolutely aligned, genuinely invested, they get it and they really like it and believe in it and are really behind the change initiative. So the fifth and final early warning sign that I'm going to share with you today is when you or other executives or other important stakeholders don't have confidence in the change manager. (laughs) Now, I'm sure as I say this, you immediately get why this could be a problem, right? If you don't like, trust or have confidence in the change manager, it's going to be pretty challenging for the change or the transformation program to be implemented and to be managed effectively, which of course opens up the initiative to quite a lot of unnecessary risk. Now, if you personally like and trust the change manager and you're kind of not sure if other people do or they don't, a lack of confidence can look like the leadership team or suppliers or other stakeholders, you know, important influential players not responding to change managers' emails that they might send or just kind of not RSVPing, not attending meetings that they've organized, talking about them behind their back and just generally not wanting to collaborate. That type of disrespect is a big problem and it's unlikely to improve without intervention. So how you handle the situation really depends on a few different variables. For example, if you trust them as the senior change sponsor and leader, you might decide to publicly lend some of your reputational capital by recognizing or praising the change manager in front of the other stakeholders or other execs that you think aren't kind of really there with their confidence. If you think that the lack of confidence is founded, well, then you'd look at other options. Either way, I recommend that you act really quickly because founded or otherwise, no confidence in the change manager can translate to killing the program's credibility. And that is something you just do not want at all. So there you have it. Five big warning signs of change disaster. Now, remember, if you've identified any of these five signs, it's actually great news because you'll notice these behaviors that we've been talking about before you see a negative impact on any of the change adoption results that you're gunning for. So there is a window of opportunity to take action and improve the situation and to save your transformation initiative. The five early warning signs that we've covered today are one, 
there are more questions than answers and folks are confused. Two, the team have different ideas about what success looks like and there's no documented agreement. Three, you ask for feedback and you get nothing in return because your stakeholders are unengaged. Four, where one or more members of your leadership team are just disconnected, not interested in the change and they think it has nothing to do with them or very little to do with them. And finally, the fifth early warning sign is that there is no confidence in the change manager. I wonder how many, if any, of these early warning signs are present in your current change initiative. I would love to know. Let me know over at LinkedIn. You can find me at Dr. Kate Byrne. And please take a screenshot of this podcast episode right now if you're listening on your phone and send it to someone who you think would find it useful. I think this is such a juicy topic and really, really useful. Thank you so, so much for joining me. I hope that you've really enjoyed hanging with me today. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.